Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you, folks? Hope you're all keeping rightly out there in podcast land, as yes, we hit record on yet another episode, because another week has rolled round in the piping world, and we've got a lot to talk about. Indeed. Yes, well, in case you've been living under a stone, you're very aware that we've had a couple of competitions over this past weekend. We've had Bankery and Gurek, and oh my god, was it so good! Oh, it's so good. Um, right, okay, calm down, Rob. Uh, but yes, things are yet to kick off here in Northern Ireland, but they will be kicking off this weekend in Bangor. So we're going to talk all about that, of course, in this week's podcast as we talk about the opening of the UK season after two years of night. It's, oh, it's just so exciting, man. But there you go. I think there's going to be a little bit of a theme running through this week's episode, I think, of uh, Big Rab, who is way too over-caffeinated and just way too stupidly excited for this upcoming weekend, man. So there you go. Yeah, forgive me. Forgive me if I'm a little bit excited about this upcoming competition this weekend. I just cannot wait. Anyway, let's get through the introductions then properly, shall we? Yes, if this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then... You are welcome. We are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or indeed what's just about to kick off in Northern Ireland, <coughs> competitive piping and drumming. I had to bring myself back to earth there. Yes, each and every week we talk about what we know and love to be the music of the great Highland bagpipe and its people. And don't forget, like every other podcast out there, we do have a Patreon. Uh, yeah, so we do have quite a community over there on Patreon. Uh, people who have clicked on support and do really help keep the wheels turning here at the Big Rab Show. And as a result of clicking support, you get to be part of that Patreon faithful and you get treated to loads of extra stuff. Now... From the Kids with Cancer event, there was all sorts of exclusive backstage stuff uh, that's uh, just about to hit the light of day over there on Patreon, so be prepared, Patreon faithful. Uh, but yes, there's also loads of us other backstage stuff from the Klaus Kelt gig and hundreds of other performances and exclusive interviews, as well as episodes of Rab Show Plus and our weekly catch-up over Fuse FM Balamoney Radio Show. Yeah, there's loads over there on Patreon, suffice to say. So if you do want to help support us, then you can, but it's not essential. Yeah, because we will continue here on our podcast every single week with the pipe and goodness, indeed. Alrighty. Now, with each and every podcast, I have to say we kick off with listener mail. And yeah, first off, I have to say last week's podcast was a bit of a break from the norm, I suppose. A bit of an on-the-ground report from the Kids with Cancer event. And again, I have to say a huge thank you to all of the artists, the people involved in the organizing team, and of course to Gary Smith. Uh, for having us there in the first place, it was simply a brilliant event and it was just awesome being a part of it there. And uh, yeah, being able to bring everyone here in the podcast, the content from that event was just fantastic. We had the best time. Uh, a special shout out, of course, to uh, 
yeah, of course, Shots and Dykehead, Caledonia Pipe Band, and uh, who put on a blistering show. Now, we, of course, have shared out videos of all the performances there on our YouTube channel. You can go and have a watch at those. And, yeah, if you did happen to miss last week's pod, then go back and listen, because there's all sorts of music, of course, from Shots themselves and other performers for by. So go and have a listen to last week's pod if you haven't caught it yet. Indeed. So, like I said, last week's was a bit of a break from the norm, a bit of an on-the-ground report, so that meant that there was no listener mail, no word of the week, none of that stuff, but, yeah, rest assured, it's business as usual for this week. Yeah, we're back to listener mail this week. So, as always, our email address has never changed. I'm sure you have it memorised by now. It's bigrabshow at gmail.com. That address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Now, we're going straight into our first email here, and this is from Douglas. He says, Dear Big Rab, I wondered if you might mention on the Big Rab Show podcast that tickets are now available for the Captain John A. McClellan MBE Memorial Dinner and Recital Competition, which will be held on Friday the 26th of August. Now, I do remember mentioning this on a previous podcast, but I did think at that time that tickets weren't available just yet. Uh, we do know that it was the Eagle Piper Society uh, who were advertising it and they had various different details on their website about where it was and about the dress code and stuff. But we had not yet heard who was listed to play and whether you could buy tickets. Well, I can tell you now what the lineup is. We have Ian Spears who is a three-time former winner of the competition. He'll be there. We also have Angus McCall. We have Finley Johnson as well, plus Jack Lee. Yeah, 2021 Glenfiddich champion. So that's going to be quite an event. And, uh, you know, if you do fancy, you know, a bit of a slap-up feed and a real good piping recital for by. So, yeah, why not check that out? The Eagle Piper Society website has tickets available right now. So go along and purchase those if you are interested. Now, that did say on their email here that numbers are limited and they expect demand to be very high. So please do get in contact with them as soon as possible. There you are. So thank you, Douglas, for your email. Now, the rest of their emails that we received in listener mail this week... Um, has to be all based on last week's podcast, asking all sorts of questions on how much money was raised and uh, was the event as much fun as it sounded? (laughs) Because you guys know that we edit things and stuff. You know, we try to make it sound as best as possible. And I have to be honest, I don't think the podcast last week actually captured the sheer fun of it, if you know what I mean. The, The social side of it. And that's one thing that I kind of regret about the pod, that I I didn't really capture that too well. But, uh, yeah, just the fact to be able to bump into people and go, Oh, God, oh, hi, it's yourself. How are you doing? I haven't seen you in a long time. Selfie, do you want a drink? Come on to me, we'll get a drink. Um, Just that social side of it has been so badly missing. Um, So that was a huge deal. And I have to, well, full disclosure... Uh, I know I ended the recording at the podcast at like 1.30, 2am in the morning was my last interview. And uh, I think I hung on then until about 4.30, 5am, something like that. So it was quite a long night slash morning. It was such a good time. Uh, now, whenever I left, everyone else was still going at that point. So, yeah, I crashed out early, I'm afraid. Um, but I, that's maybe a sign of my old age at this point. <laughs> But such an awesome event, and I don't think I managed to capture just the fun element of it. As much as I captured performances and interviews, just the fun part didn't come through. 
So, hey, that's one of those things. I'll work on it for next time, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, thank you to everyone who emailed in saying just how great shots were sounding and how great the interviews were. A lot of you really enjoyed the interview there with uh, Nigel Hodgson as well from Andante. So, yeah, it was great to catch up with him. And uh, quite a lot of other interviews as well. A lot of people uh, saying, you know, as the podcast wore on, that the crowd got louder and some of the interviews got more interesting. And, uh Yeah, I have to be honest, there are some interviews that were recorded, but definitely hit the cutting room floor, because uh, there was quite a lot of slurring going on. Oh yeah, Rob, your class! There was a lot of that. Uh, So, (laughs) a lot of fun, and who knows that, that, you know, the outcuts or whatever from that, the Kids with Cancer event may well see the light of day on Patreon, uh, if you want to catch those, that outtakes, that'd be a lot of fun, actually. Anyway, embarrassing... But let's move swiftly on. If you do want to send us in any emails, of course, or any comments or questions on anything we talk about here on the podcast, as always, our email address never changes. It's bigrabshow at gmail.com. Definitely send us in a note if you do uh, want to say hi or plug anything or even, you know, point a finger and question us and say that we're wrong. Indeed. Alrighty. Well, speaking of that, and I did say normal service has been resumed. Yeah, you guessed it. That's that point in the show where it's time for Word of the Week. It's time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rabsha Podcast. Adrenaline. Yes, folks, this week's Word of the Week is sheer adrenaline, and for good reason. I think pretty much the piping world has been on a bit of a high since this past weekend and the two competitions that were held in sunny Scotland there at Bankery and at Gurk and there is a genuine buzz around the piping scene and everyone seems to be running on sheer adrenaline. Now, having been to a number of band practices over this last few weeks, I I can say now that there are so many bands out there that are just champing at the bit to get out and get playing. And, yeah, I think that's pretty much the flavour, I suppose, of our piping scene at the moment. It's just sheer adrenaline. And, there, yeah, it's carrying us through our practice time, our preparation time. And, uh, yeah, we just cannot wait to get back on the grass again. So we thought that this was a fitting word of the week this week. Adrenaline. Uh, No doubt, if you're heading back to competition this weekend, living locally here in Northern Ireland, then, uh, yeah, we have no doubt at all that you'll be... Filled with adrenaline this weekend. Uh, Getting back into that circle again after a few years away. It'll be no small feat. Uh, So, yeah. We'll talk more about that, of course, in this week's topic. But, uh, yeah. That's this week's Word of the Week. Adrenaline. Hope you like that. There you go. Alright, that's a short Word of the Week this week. Because we're making room, of course, for something that has been away for a little while. But it's now making a triumphant return. Of course, it's Weekly Drone. It's the Weekly Drone. Good day to the Big Rab Show. It seems like a lot of bands are relying on social media these days. While I may be in the minority, I do not use social media. My one fault with that is that you do not own the content you put on there. So that band photo that one of the members took of them hoisting the trophy can be sold to a local newspaper and the band would not see a dime of that sale. But I digress. 
for people like me that choose not to involve themselves with companies that openly promote censorship, my second fault with social media these days, we rely on the band's website. Unfortunately, the website they formed 10 to 15 years ago is now not even a bumblebee's flutter of a thought. I am in the process of moving and was looking up bands in that area. And as the curious one that I am, I clicked on the events calendar. I learned all about the wonderful events and what I could only imagine to have been great times that this band had in 2016. So now, in order to find out what a band is up to, I have to track them down on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and whatever new fandangled media platform is out at the moment. Don't get me wrong, I know not all bands do this, and it is probably just my luck that the bands that I have been looking at decided not to update their site. If they took the time to create a website, then they should take the time to update it. How else are people like me able to learn about and support the bands in an area if we choose not to use those platforms? So please, bands out there, if you want my support and my money for your fundraising efforts, at least update your calendar on your website so the anti-social media people know what's going on. Hmm, yes, the anti-social media people. I have to agree. Um, I'm looking at a lot of different websites over the years, I suppose. Pipe bands are kind of famous for not updating them. And yeah, it's been a bugbear, I suppose, of a lot of people online who use online resources for their information. Uh, the website's not being updated. And it's been a very common complaint, not only of bands, but also, <clears throat> dare I say it, associations as well. Dun, dun, dun. That's controversial. Yeah, it's been one of our most common complaints, I suppose, here to the Rab Show, is that websites are very rarely updated and whenever they are that's great and all but it's not complete and it's not the full information that we may need or are looking for so yeah some interesting thoughts there uh now of course i would be completely biased and say well if you do want to be kept up to date on everything in the pipe and scene then of course check us out in the big rab show you know we're kind of we're doing our best to be like a one-stop shop, you know? If you do want to be kept up to date on all the news and everything that's happening, then, yeah, check out ourselves, you know? Rather than trying to hunt around to all these different resources, like you did say, you know, checking your TikTok, your YouTube, your Twitter, your Instagram, your Facebooks, whatever. All you have to do in all of those platforms is just type in Big Rab Show, and you'll be kept up to date with all of the latest stuff. So I know that sounds like a huge shameless plug, and it probably is. Uh, but, yeah, it's what we're trying to do here on the Big Rab Show. So hopefully it'll help. Uh, but also, yeah, I do. I understand your criticism of pipe bands out there and updating of websites, especially at the moment, heading into this incoming season. But I would argue on the side of the bands as well that uh, they've had a lot of other stuff to worry about at the moment. Getting people back into that band hall and playing is 
a huge deal and takes a real amount of effort. And uh, perhaps after a four-hour band practice, after putting in brand new reeds and trying to settle new chanters and all of that, and the stress that goes with it, perhaps updating a website that evening or that night or the next morning just isn't top of the priority list, I suppose. You know, whenever trying to be ultra-competitive and be ready to hit that grass and see the people with the clipboards and all, and then, yeah, you're going to be standing on the line thinking to yourself, you know, I wish I played that intro one more time, or I wish I updated the website with our gig in three weeks' time. Um, yeah, I think you see my viewpoint there. But there you go. I can I can understand it from both points of view. I do understand the frustration of trying to find information. It can be difficult, but I can also understand why some pipe bands just kind of leave it on the back burner. So, I I guess the message of this week's weekly drone is is if you are in a band out there who has a website, then please do spend a little bit of time and possibly update it. Now, especially now with the season coming in, I know a lot of bands out there have outdated rosters, they have outdated calendars and news and all of that sort of stuff. Uh, I think there are some bands that I'm, well, I'm not going to throw them under the bus, but uh, their roster is from 2016, uh, their last calendar that they put on there, their last gig was in 2016. And uh, yeah, come on, it's 2022. It's quite a number of years ago now. So let's go. Yeah, let's update that site now. I'm not going to mention names. Uh, but if you're listening, you probably know who you are and shaking your head in shame and going, okay, well, maybe we should. But okay. But yeah, even shout out to associations as well. Uh, especially over the course of this past weekend, of course, when we had... Uh, both Gurek and Bankery competition, uh, with one competition publishing their um, their results on social media, and social media only. Uh, we could only find it on Facebook. We couldn't find it anywhere else. It wasn't published on any website anywhere. And then the other one, I think the results were published quite a number of hours after they were read out. Competition had finished. Everyone had basically went home and we were seeing people posting photographs congratulating uh, their bands and each other and uh, still no official results published. And it was a little weird for a while. We were going, okay, there's a bunch of people standing around a trophy. Did they come first, second, third or fourth or what is going on? And then suddenly, boom, out of the view, out of the blinking blue. Here we go. There's a link. There's the full results. Ta-da. Sorry about the delay, folks. So, yeah. I guess it's one of those things, you know, updating stuff online may come secondary to everything else that has to happen when it comes to events and running bands. So, hey, there you go. Food for thought. But thank you to Weekly Droner for sending that in, whoever you are. And, uh, yes, if you would do want to send in your own thoughts, of course, warts and all, no matter the topic, you can definitely send them in to us. You can go to our website, thebigrabshow.com, which is updated pretty regularly, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone there's a big button right at the top of the page where you can submit your story your thoughts and feelings completely anonymously you don't have to put in any identifying factors at all no email addresses no all that sort of stuff so you can do it totally anonymous and you can let us know your thoughts and feelings freely yes and we'll bring it here to the show and talk all about it of course Alrighty. well that's it. Weekly, uh, weekly drone. We've had listener mail. We've had word of the week. Uh, yeah, I think it's time that I'll go and take myself a wee break at this point. And we're going to get into all the news and updates. Because, uh, let's face it, there's plenty of them.
Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument, despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off. Showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically. Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration. Proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection, the dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let the dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. Dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab for a 30-day free trial. Ah, yes, time for all the news and updates and... uh, Yeah, you know full well what I'm about to get into. Of course, this past weekend was packed full of competitions. And uh, yeah, we have results for you to go through. Now, of course, by way of a full disclosure, if you do want to see these results yourself, we have shared them all out there, of course, on the Big Rab Show social media, so you can see exactly who won what. But uh, yeah, oh, let's get into it. This is so exciting. Well, let's first of all turn our attention to Gurak shall we? Now, whenever the results for Gurik were released, they were first of all published by Pipe Band and Chill on social media. So, thank you to the folks over there at Pipe Band and Chill. Uh, so, yeah, the results kind of confused us initially. We weren't sure how exactly it worked because as they read out each grade uh, from first to sixth, then they also had the confined results as well. And whenever I was asking about that, what are what does it mean by confined? Uh, and a lot of people here in Northern Ireland were familiar with this as well, uh, that the confined meant that they were confined to bands within that particular uh, association. So yes, for Gurek competition, there were a good number of bands that travelled from outside of that jurisdiction and competed as a result. So we do have different overall winners from our confined winners. I hope that makes some sort of sense. So the confined is for bands within that particular branch, and the overall is the overall. So I hope that clarifies that. So let's get into it then, shall we? Kicking things off with our winner of Grade 4B at Gurick. The overall winner was Dundee High School, which was absolutely fantastic. Well done, everyone. Our winner of Grade 4A then was Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums. Stupendous. Well done, guys. That was brilliant. Uh, on to Grade 3 then. Our winner of Grade 3 uh, overall was Johnstone. Yeah, he put on one heck of a performance too. So I've actually seen it and watched it. It was really, really enjoyable. So well done. And on to Grade 2 then. Our winner who fought quite a hard-fought competition, if we're honest. Uh, the overall winner was Uddingston Pipe Band. And uh, yeah, listening to the performance, the band sounded simply brilliant. So I think at this point we'll maybe listen to a little clip of them.
Ah, fantastic stuff there. Well done to everyone at Uddingston lifting up the top spot as well as lifting the drumming for that grade as well in grade two. Uh, so they also won the confined as well. So quite a good weekend's work there by the guys of Uddingston. Well done. On to grade one then, of course, everyone was watching with great interest because it had some proper big names in there for uh, Gurek. And of course, the top spot went to, well, you probably know by now, it went to Fife Polis. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely stellar performance by the guys at Fife. Uh, but the confined results also, they, they went to Shots. Yeah, so Shots picking up the, the top spot for the confined. And then for the overall, it went to Fife Police. So, Let's have a little listen to Fife Polis then, as they did the business this past weekend in Gurk. The sounding well, sounding well. Yeah, well done to Five Polis there. And uh, yeah, the drumming on the day actually went to Shots and Co. So there you go. The Shots and Dyke at Caledonia Pipe Band lifting the drumming. So quite an entertaining competition. And I have to say that, you know, listening to performances and watching all those videos online, uh, can I just say that the standard has not dropped at all? In my humble opinion, uh, I have yet to hear these bands in person, which could be a different experience, so don't get me wrong. Uh, but listening to the recordings and watching the videos and stuff that's been posted, I can honestly say that I think the standard has either remained the same as it was in 2019 or has increased ever so slightly. So, yeah, well done to everyone there in Sunny Gurak. I think it was a pretty awesome competition all round. I've seen people eating ice cream, snapping selfies, and uh, just having the best possible time. Yeah. So, yeah, awesome stuff from Gurak. Let's move on to the next competition then that happened this past weekend. Of course, that was Bankery. Now, again, not as huge a competition as what Gurek was this past weekend, but still incredibly hard fought on a lot of different counts. Looking at Grade 4A then, lifting the top spot, we had the Vale of Athol. Go on, the Vale! Yeah! Go on, the Vale is right. So well done there. And lifting the drumming and bass section as well. So not bad at all for Grade 4A. On to Grade 3A then, lifting the top spot was the Vale. Go on, the veil! Yep. Do I have to do that each time? I suppose I do, don't I? <laughs> Go on, the veil! Uh, so, yeah, lifting the top spot there in grade three. Going on to grade two then, lifting the top spot then was Buckin Peterson. Yes, not bad, and with a great performance as well. Uh, and they also lifted the drumming as well, and also played up a grade, of course, into grade two, and managed, or grade one, sorry, and they lifted the grade one competition as well, with Port Leithen coming a very close second. 
There you are. So not a bad weekend for Buck and Peterson, the folks at the Vale of Athol as well. Uh, but there's one performance in particular that really did pique my interest, and that was by D-Side Caledonia in Grade 2. Now, that the reason is, uh, well, for the music selection and how it was played, so detailed and interesting. I, I, I think we'll play a little clip of D-Side Caledonia here at this point, just to kind of get you a bit of a flavour as to what I heard. quality of the recording might not do them justice there but i did get the gist of what they were trying to achieve and i did think it was quite a, a clinker of a run actually so there you are really thoroughly enjoyed that d side so yeah uh, as much as i'm just reading out the winners of each grade here i would urge you to go back and listen to all of these recordings of all the bands in all grades uh like i said so like d side caledonia Putting on quite a great performance there. Uh, Coming up second in grade three and third in grade two. So not bad. Not bad at all. But of course, yes, we have to sing the praises of Buck and Peterson and the Vale of Athol, of course, who had stellar performances in their own grades. But I just wanted to, yeah, just highlight that one and just just let you know I really enjoyed it. There you go. Alrighty, so that was Bankery and Gura competition, and we're going to get into the, the details, of course, of those more as we get into the rest of the show. Uh, lo- looking at the Grade 4B results as well, uh, forgive me, I just hadn't read those out, so yeah, Bucksburn and District came away with the top spot in Grade 4B, and they lifted the drumming, lifted the drumming as well. So apologies, I didn't read that out to begin with. I started at 4A when I should have started at 4B. For shame by grab. Alrighty, there you go. So Bankery and Gurick are now behind us. And all of the excitement of everything kicking off there in Scotland. I have to say, we are all stupidly, stupidly excited for this upcoming weekend. Which is the Ards and North Down Pipe Band Championships in Bangor. And oh my god, I am just beside myself with excitement for this event. It's just going to be off the chain. There's no three ways around it. This event's just going to be awesome. I am so excited. It's all I've been talking about now for weeks. And now I'm finally going to get there and point a camera at bands and just have the crack 
And oh, I can't wait. And you know, it can be lashing with rain and I would not give a stuff. I, <laughs> I just don't care. I, I, I can lash, I can do whatever it likes in Bangor. I will be so so happy. And I hope to see you folks there for Banger as well. Now, if you are interested in the draw, uh, Banger competition uh, normally does kick off the Northern Ireland season, and this year's no different. Uh, we have six in Grade 4B. We have nine in Grade 4A, which is quite a good turnout. We have three in 3B, four in 3A. Uh, we'll have Kolobaki playing up. Uh, we also have a grade two as well. We have five in there with two bands playing up. And we have a grade one, of course. Yes, three of them. We have Klaus Kelt, Manor Cunningham and Field Marshall with Manor Cunningham playing up from grade two. So, yeah, that's going to be such a great competition. I have no doubt at all. And I have to say, uh, by all accounts, everyone who's working behind the scenes from RSPBA Northern Ireland have been working tirelessly to make this quite a huge launch uh, for the piping and drumming scene here in Northern Ireland, which I, I guess this is why I'm so excited, because I know just how much work has went into launching this. So to answer all of your questions around Big Rab Show TV... Yes, you guys know that over the past number of months, we've been working quite a lot on our brand new venture, which is called Big Rab Show TV. And the vision behind it was to have multiple cameras around multiple grades, live streaming everything on the day uh, with upgraded quality and all of that with, you know, multicam footage and all that sort of stuff. Well, we were putting calls out for volunteers uh, over the last number of months and months and months and I can tell you now that we have had no one come forward and volunteer. Absolutely no one. Uh, so that kind of leaves Big Rab Show TV. The vision we had for our live streamed footage and all of that is now essentially dead in the water. So it kind of pains me to read that because it lets you know that we've tried something and failed quite dismally. We did have a vision. We invested time, effort, money into the whole thing, and now it's fallen flat on its face. But it's one of those things, you know? We'll put it down to experience. Maybe we were shooting for the stars, I suppose. Uh, so it's one of those... Yeah, we had an ambition. We failed. We didn't get enough volunteers, or any for that matter, willing to help us on the Rab Show team and to cover events here in the UK. Now, it wasn't just here in Northern Ireland specifically, but it was also for competitions and major championships, uh, both locally and in Scotland as well. So, hey, it is one of those things we tried, uh, but that's not to say that Big Rab Show TV is completely down and out. No. If anything, it'll possibly go through a little bit of a redesign. And we are not completely neglecting the idea or the premise. So those of you who have volunteered for Big Rab Show TV, don't worry. You are still very much part of Rab Show TV. And uh, yeah, uh, all of our international folks who have volunteered kindly to cover things internationally, uh, we will hopefully be bringing lots of great footage and stuff from these events happening around the globe. Just maybe not here in the UK. Now... That's not to say that we will not have any live-streamed coverage from any event going forward. Au contraire, we have made a contingency plan where we can at least cover what we used to cover before. Where we can cover either the top grades and the results. Uh, but that's pretty much all we can do. Uh, so... Yeah, that's what we will do. We thought that some content is better than no content. 
And uh, yeah, so that's our contingency. We will do what we can to build it up, I suppose, over the next number of years. And who knows, hopefully someone out there will be willing to point a camera for us in the near future. And we'll be able to bring Big Rab Show TV to life. We do think that it was a fantastic idea, but essentially... Maybe it was too ambitious, I suppose, post-pandemic. But who knows? Over the next few years, as things build and progress, Rabshow TV may well become a reality. Uh, but, hey, at least now we can tick our lumps, we can say that we tried it, and we failed. But <laughs> we will learn from it, and we will hopefully build Rabshow TV into something that could be really useful for a lot of people around the globe who can't attend these events and, uh, yeah, we'll be able to portray and show our amazing music, our musicians, all around the globe. And that's exactly the point. There you are. Alrighty. It does sound like a bit of a Debbie Downer, doesn't it? Some bad news. So, let's give you some good news then, shall we? Well, I am very proud to announce here on the podcast this week that the Big Rab Show team are going to the United States. Woo! Yeah, we are going to be jumping on an airplane and heading over to the United States. Now, everyone's wondering, uh, why and where are you going? Well, I can proudly announce here on the show that we are going in July to the Monterey Scottish Games and Celtic Festival in California. Yeah. Ourselves and the Big Rab Show team have been kindly invited out there to cover the piping and drumming, of course, but also their invitational kitchen piping event as well. They also have drum majoring competitions as well on the weekend, and we just cannot wait to go and see all of the incredible action. Because whenever you look at the information about the festival and the bands that are playing at this Oh, yeah, it looks to be quite a competition. So you can go and look at the information now. So go to MontereyCelticFest.com. And all the details are there about the drum majors, competitions, their pipe bands that are all playing. Uh, There are bands all the way up to grade three, I think. Uh, We have a couple of grade threes in there with the Kevin R. Blanford uh, Memorial Pipe Band. They're going to be there. We also have Silicon Valley Pipe Band is going to be there as well. So quite a number of pipe bands playing at this. But also their kitchen piping event is going to be quite a draw. Uh, When you consider there's going to be over $1,000 for a first place, that's not bad. And when you read the list of people who are competing in it, where do you hear this? We have Alistair Lee, Austin Deppenhorst. We have uh, Jeff Cullen, of course, from LA Scots. We have Ross Miller. Ross Miller? Yeah, from Inverary. And Xavier Bordeaux, of course. Yeah, God, we've had Xavier on the show before many times. Uh, of course, he's formerly from SFU. So, yeah. This is going to be quite a fantastic event that we're really excited to get to. Uh, Yeah, I'm very happy to announce that we're going. Uh, So, yeah, if you have any plans to be at the Monterey Highland Games, or even now if you're listening to this announcement on the podcast and you think, oh, I might like to get to that, then check out the website for more details on what all is going to be there at the competition, first of all, as well as the kitchen piping event as well, which will be a lot of fun. So MontereyCelticFest.com, and that's where all your information is there. And yes, you can also meet, meet us here in the Big Rab Show team. As far as I know, it's myself. I'll be there. Uh, Deej McIntosh, our Scotland correspondent, and also James Kennedy as well, our drum majoring correspondent, will be there as well. So all three of us will be travelling over to the United States to cover things there at uh, the Monterey uh, Celtic Festival. There you are. Really, really looking forward to that. So hopefully that's a bit of a better bit of news, I suppose, than the, the negative of Rab Show TV falling flat in its face. Anyway... Let's swiftly move on to another little news story. We'll glance straight over that then, will we? (laughs) 
All right, I have to take my hat off, I suppose, to the Bagpipe Association of Germany. Yes. Now, yeah, believe it or not, as much as we were focused on events here in Bankery and Gurek, there was also a competition in a town called Penn in Germany. The Penn International Pipe Band Championships, to be precise. And, uh, yeah, can I just say that listening to some of the performances from this event pretty much sounded awesome and not what I expected. I was tuning into this thinking, well, this is piping and drumming in Germany. It might be a little bit ropey, you know, but absolutely not. Oh, wow, I was so surprised. Some of the performances here were absolutely stellar. So I have to give a shout-out in particular to the Vienna Pipes and Drums, both their Grade 4 band that won the prize overall in Grade 4, and their Grade 3 band as well, which played incredibly well. They had a great run. And also to the, the Nutshred uh, Forest Pipe Band. I think that's how you pronounce your name. It's probably Stuff I Rab Got Wrong. Stuff I Rab Got Wrong. Yeah, they lifted the top spot, of course, in both grade two and in the open grade as well. And uh, yeah, fantastic performance. Uh, there was another one, the Berlin Thistle Pipes and Drums, uh, who also have a TikTok account as well. Uh, they're quite an entertaining pipe band and had a great performance. Uh, the Dresden Pipes and Drums as well had a great performance. A lot of great bands in this competition, actually. And uh, one of which I think kind of fell by the wayside because it did sort of clash with everything that was happening here in the UK. So if you do have the time, then please do look up some of these pipe bands. Uh, Definitely worth your time uh, watching them. And I do hope on hope that someday they'll actually travel over to the UK and juke it out for the worlds. You know, I dare say there'll be some good competition from these bands. It's definitely a scene that I don't know enough about, but one of which I'm definitely curious about. Yeah. So the Bagpipe Association of Germany and their fantastic competition this past weekend of the Penn International Pipe Band Championship seemed to be a lot of fun and was really quite well attended too huge crowds uh, so yeah quite an awesome event and uh, a piping scene that i'll be keeping a track of now uh, who knows you may be seeing some of these bands in the coming years i suppose traveling across and possibly lifting the title or two you never know hmm anyway let's move swiftly on to another news story then well, we've got an announcement from Mackenzie Caledonian. Uh, of course, we know the uh, Cals, as they're affectionately known. They're coming to the UK's here in Northern Ireland. They are entered and will be juking out for that major championship. Well, they put it out on social media saying that they have a few spots available on their bus. So if you do want to travel over uh, from Dundee, then... Yeah, why not? Contact the MacCals. They've got a few spots available on their bus. Their email address is maccalpb at gmail.com or you can contact any band member to arrange. This, of course, will include your your bus, your ferry, and your bus and your hotel, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, for further details, check out the Mackenzie Caledonian Pipe Band on their social media or contact any member. I'm sure they'd love to hear from you. There you are. Alrighty, well, I have to say, social media has pretty much been awash with so many great performances of bands and photographs of ones all getting back together again, smiling with, you know, ice creams and kids running about in the sunshine. It's just been so heartwarming following it all. And one such thing that I was so personally happy to see return... Now, I don't know, you guys are going to laugh at this, but I was so happy to tune into Drone Chorus. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know people are going to be laughing at that. But, yeah, I'm such a huge Drone Chorus fan on YouTube. I don't know about you folks, but, yes, I knew Gurek was at the weekend. 
on Sunday and then it was the following day I was I couldn't wait to see the drone chorus videos so by way of a shameless plug yes I don't know if he listens to the pod but I'm sure he will appreciate the plug no doubt uh, but yeah go and check out drone chorus he is back on form again with incredible quality uh, yeah just go and check it out drone chorus knows how to do it he's the best in the business and uh, yeah he was filming all the performances of course from Gurick and the grade one competition Oh, my God. So good. So go and check out Drum Chorus. I just wanted to give him a mention on the pod this week because, uh, yeah, as much as piping and drumming are returning to competition, Drum Chorus is returning with his camera. And that just pleased me no end. <laughs> okay. Right. I have to give a shout this week to Belfast Tradfest, who this past week put out an announcement about various different music masterclasses which are available. Now, these were quite interesting because... Um, yeah, as you guys know, Tradfest is a huge event and attracts quite a lot of people from around uh, the trad and folk and pipe band scene as well. And yes, these masterclass sessions have been incredibly popular and I've always booked out as soon as they're announced. Well, for bagpiping, we have a masterclass being hosted by Alistair Donaghy of Field Marshal Montgomery. Now, that is going to be worth attendance for sure. But also, not to be neglected, you snare drummers out there, we also have a snare drumming masterclass with Garth McLees of Field Marshal Montgomery. Wow. All right. So, yeah, if you are interested in any of these masterclasses, they're running from Monday the 25th to Monday or Friday the 29th of July. They're, all details are available now on BelfastTraditionalMusic.com if you do want to get signed up. Now, the cost for these are about 130 quid. But you might think to yourself, ooh, that's a bit steep. But whenever you consider, this is going to be held over five days. So you're going to get a five-day masterclass with some of the best in the business. So, yeah, for more information, like I say, and where you can go and book your spot, go to BelfastTraditionalMusic.com, where you can get signed up to all these masterclasses. Now, it's not just pipes and drums, of course. There is Ullin Piping, there's Boron Lessons, Tin Whistles, Flute, Fiddles, Harps, you name it. All traditional instruments are accounted for. And there's even an opportunity where you can sit in with Sharon Shannon. Oh, my God. Now, I don't play the squeeze box or anything, but the opportunity to learn an instrument with Sharon Shannon would just be worth its weight in gold. So, yeah, there you go. So go and check that out at your leisure, BelfastTraditionalMusic.com, and book your spot if you are so interested. Indeed. Now, also this past week, we have had some announcements uh, from the Belfast International Tattoo of various different artists that will be appearing at the Belfast Tattoo this year. And yes, they are reminding people that bands are back again, and so is the tattoo. And if you are interested in going to the Belfast International Tattoo, they are urging you to grab your tickets early and avoid disappointment. They are expecting sellout crowds this year. So, if you are interested, like I say, go along to the SSE Arena box office, you can grab them there, or you can go along to the Belfast International Tattoo website itself and secure your tickets. Yeah, because I can tell you now from previous experience that the tattoo... In Belfast is an incredible event and uh, yeah I am so excited for this incoming year for the Belfast tattoo it's just going to be absolutely off the chain so yeah oh this gets the big rap show seal of approval go and grab your tickets now and avoid all disappointment yeah the Belfast International Tattoo opening its doors again this year I am very excited for that okay right moving on to another news story then So, you may have heard on a previous Big Rab Show pod when we were talking about the New Zealand 
nationals. And can I say that got a lot of people dead excited and we got a number of emails about it saying, Rab, where can we get more information about it? Well, first of all, of course, the main port of call would be the RNZ PBA website. Go along and have a look at that. And we've got a load of questions asking, when is it again? When is it? It's being held over two days. It's being held on Friday the 10th through Saturday 11th of March 2023. So next year. You have plenty of time to consider it and even possibly book your flights. Now, the reason I'm mentioning booking flights is because they're actively encouraging bands to travel internationally to this event, uh, which is really cool to see. Now, this is the 2023 New Zealand and South Pacific Pipe Band Championships. Uh, otherwise affectionately known as the New Zealand Nationals, uh, but they are also encouraging bands from around the globe to attend this. Now, I don't need to tell you just how awesome the New Zealand Nationals are. I've been a massive fan of following all of the live stream content, of course, and all of the you know recorded performances. There's some stellar piping and drumming on offer here, and it would just be incredible to be in the middle of it all. Uh, so, if you are or have the availability to travel then why not go to Christchurch in New Zealand and check out the New Zealand Nationals? I don't know. If I had enough dough under my belt, I would go myself. I would, oh, this would be an absolutely incredible experience. So for all of those asking questions about the New Zealand Nationals, yes, they're happening. They're happening next year, 10th and 11th of March, 2023. And uh, no doubt we'll have to get uh, talking to the organizers of this event, you know, closer to the time, uh, because this will be quite a huge event there in New Zealand. And uh, we'll definitely be wanting to, yeah, get more information on this and who's playing, all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, as we get more information on the New Zealand Nationals, we'll definitely let you folks know. Uh, But, yeah, if you are wanting all of their information, including hotels in the area, all that sort of stuff, go to rnzpba.com. That's where all your info is, indeed. Including all your contact details and that too, so there you are. I know that's, that's another shameless plug, but hi, all, that's all I seem to do here in the show is just shameless plugs. But yeah, for those asking questions about the New Zealand Nationals, that's where you go. Go up there now to the RNZ PBA website for all your information. All right. Moving swiftly on then to another little news story. I have to give a mention to SA Musical here in Northern Ireland in sunny Belfast who held a bit of a British Drum Co. event this past while where uh, Stu from their marching department at the British Drum Company was over here in Northern Ireland uh, showing off the drums and, uh, you know, both the, the marching end and the pipe band end with all of the axial drums. Uh, so, yeah, just wanted to give a shout out to SA Musical and their British Drum Co. event which happened this past weekend. And... Uh, By all accounts, it was very popular. So, swiftly moving on to another little news story then. Before we get into all of this week's topic of the week, I have to mention that good luck to everyone who's heading to the Grand Valley Highland Games, which are, well, this weekend. As much as I was shouting and crowing about banger, uh, I have to give a shout then to the Grand Valley Highland Games, which are this weekend, May 14th and 15th, in uh, Mesa County Fairgrounds. So, good luck to everyone entered for that. And, yes, of course, you guessed it, that if there is any piping and drumming action and we do manage to catch it online then of course we will be sharing that out on our social media of course now 
I also have to give a brief mention, of course, to the Ulster Scottish Pipe Band. And we did mention on our previous Big Rab show uh, that they will be celebrating their 100th anniversary. And this past week, the, the band did market. And can I say, they had an absolutely incredible celebration. And uh, shout out to everyone who was involved, of course. The band themselves put on a bit of a performance. But also, a lot of the band supporters and previous members from over the years were also in attendance. So quite a heartwarming occasion. Also, myself, I managed to have a conversation with the, the guys at the Ulster Scottish Pipe Band there on BBC Radio Ulster's Kintra programme. Uh, we heard all about the establishment of the band and, yeah, now that they're celebrating 100 years on the road, then what the, the future holds for them as well. So, yeah, just awesome to see the Ulster Scottish Pipe Band there uh, celebrating 100 years. So, yeah, good luck to you guys. Looking forward to seeing what's going to be happening in future there at the Ulster Scottish Pipe Band. Indeed. Okay, so that's pretty much it for all of this week's news and updates and stuff. Uh, but it, yeah, for more information, of course, on any of the news stories that I didn't manage to touch on this week, then definitely be sure to be following us on our social media, The Big Rab Show on Twitter and on Facebook, and of course, all the all our usual places. You can go and check us out. Of course, well, we try and update you on every story as it happens, when it happens. Now... If there is any particular story that we didn't mention on this week's podcast, then please do get in contact with us as always. BigRabShow at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, we'll do our best to get it squeezed into next week's show. Yeah. If anything, it's possibly one of the biggest downsides, I suppose, of being a news outlet, I suppose, uh, is trying to keep up with everything. Sometimes there's just way too much that we could possibly keep up with. And uh, yeah, considering we even took a break last week to give you an on-the-ground report from the Kids with Cancer event... There's all, there's always going to be stories that we miss. So, yeah, if that is the case and you would, yeah, like to hear it talked about on the show, then please do point it out to us and draw our attention. That email address again, bigrabshow@gmail.com. Alrighty. Well, the focus so far has been about Bankery, Gurick, even the Penn Championships and, of course, the New Zealand Nationals with so much in front of us. Yeah, this week's topic of the week is we're back. <laughs> Yeah, so let's go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. The British Drum Company is driven by their passion to create the finest marching drums for those who recognise and value the highest of standards. The Axial Series is the British Drum Company's flagship pipe band range. Axial's distinctive aesthetic owes much to its X-frame cage system. This futuristic hardware is designed to complement all of the amazing shell finishes on offer, such as the Phantom, Smoked Walnuts, and the very popular Merlin finishes, of which there are three new additions for 2022, Platinum, Violet, and Emerald. The Basin Tenors now come with Georgian Oak Hoops, which feature their head stress management system, and wide mass claws for all-round better tension across the heads. The British Drum Company's Axial Series is innovation defined, designed and engineered for you to look amazing, sound amazing, and feel amazing. McLennan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McLennan from Euston, Scotland. They don't strive to be the biggest, fastest or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of warm and stable sounding instruments of heirloom quality. Roddy has followed this philosophy for over 30 years and continues to evolve with innovations like the Elevation Chanter. Designed with North American bands in mind, providing a lower pitch, rich harmonics and strong, clear projection, 
Elevation Chanters provide a stable platform for a thick band sound. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McLellan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Wallace Bagpipes, quality, pride and passion, made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Ah, yes, it's time for Topic of the Week, and you've guessed it by the title of this week's episode. does kind of give it away, really. Normally, at this point in the season, ourselves and the Big Rab Show team would gather together and do a huge big season preview, where we would talk about our predictions and hopes for this incoming season. And when we were talking about this week's pod as team, we kind of decided, well, we can't really do predictions, And that's possibly one of the biggest things that I want to talk about on this week's topic of the week. This incoming season, we've already seen evidence of this already from Bankery and Gurek Championships, is that it's a complete clean slate for everyone. Now, I'm not just talking about your top flight here, of course. You know, the bands that we're always going to be keeping an eye on, our usual top six. Well, now there isn't going to be a usual top six. Because over the past number of years, two years... We've had nothing. Zero competition. So this is as level a playing field as we will ever get. And it's always been a common complaint. Uh, You know, we've been covering the competition scene uh, for the pipe bands here now for the last number of years. And it's always been a common thing that we've heard. Oh, they're a band that's on form season to season. Of course, they're always going to be in that top six unless there's something drastic happens. Well, Something drastic happened. Something called a global pandemic. You might have heard of it. Uh, So, yeah, now we are absolutely down to brass tacks. A level playing field. No one has momentum. No one has form. No one has been able to, well, really compete against each other for two years until now. And that's what makes this season So incredibly interesting for so many different reasons. Now, like I said, reason number one uh, that we're dead excited for this incoming season is the return of the music. We've been talking about this for a long time, saying that why it's so special to see the return of our music again and why it's important that we don't want this art form to die out. And there was a genuine concern about that you know, during the winter months of last year and the year before, where people were just going, ah, stuff it. Why would I even bother lifting that instrument again? You know, do I really want to go to band practice two nights a week again? When I'm getting kind of used to this lockdown lifestyle, I can lay here in the sofa and watch Netflix all night rather than playing through that MSR for the fifth time, getting yelled at by my PM for not getting the brakes correct. Will I ever get that third part of this display? Probably not. Uh, But yeah, believe it or not, it's finding that passion for the music again that's so special. And it's kind of the reason behind this week's Word of the Week, adrenaline. Because what we've found is that people who attended the competitions in both Bankery and Gurek this past weekend were absolutely buzzing. 
And they, they honestly did not believe how much they missed it until they set foot in the park. I actually got some emotional text messages from people on the day from Gerda Competition who said that they don't mind admitting that they had a bit of a tear in their eye when they even pulled into the car park. They opened their car door and they heard notes on the air, which was something that they hadn't heard uh, apart from their own band hall. But just to hear multiple pipe bands tuning up in one space ready for competition was an emotional moment for some people, one of which... I'm very excited for this weekend in Northern Ireland here in Bangor. That's what I miss. I miss hearing those notes on the air, those random taps on the the snares, tuning heads and tenor drums, you know, strapping the tenors on, having a flourish into it. You know, it's just all of the preparation and the noise that goes with it, the buzz and the excitement. It's something that we've been severely lacking over this past number of years Thanks to this lockdown nonsense, and it's finally over. All of that is now just a distant memory, and we're now back with the music returning. Do you guys remember when we had uh, lockdown Zoom quizzes? I think ourselves in the Rab Show, we had a couple of them. Three of them, maybe, I think, at this point. We had Zoom competitions, you know, play at home, all that kind of stuff. It was great crack at the time, but it just wasn't the same. And also, even making reference to the kids with cancer charity night. Yes, it was incredible that we were able to open the doors at all and be able to hold an event online to raise money. But again, it was just a screen. You know, I know a lot of people had their own parties in their own homes, watching on their big screen TV in the living room or whatever, and, uh, you know, crack a few cans and enjoy some tunes and raise some money for charity. And that was awesome. But as we've seen There was nothing like actually being there. And uh, that social element, that fun, the buzz, all of that you just can't capture on a screen or even here in a podcast. Like I said, I was disappointed in last week's pod, even though a load of you folks out there really seem to enjoy it. But I just don't think I captured the fun element of it and just how special it was to be able to catch up with people and just talk, you know? And I guess that's one of the biggest things that I am going to be so excited for this incoming season is all of it. The return of the music, the social element of it, the fun of it, and the buzz and the excitement of it all. You know, seeing bands hit that circle, playing their heart and souls out, and then marching into that arena at the grand finale, the nervousness standing there waiting on the results. Will your name get read out? Will it not? What will happen? You know, will we see the overall sheets? Where did we come? Oh, oh, what does it say on the drumming sheet there? Do I get singled out? You know, all of that. It's been so severely missed, and I am so happy to see it return. Words just can't really portray it well enough, I don't feel. Now, there has been some open criticism of late, of course. We've had the draw for two major championships, as well as one of our, you know, our few of our minors, Bankery, Gurek, and now this weekend, Banger. And, yeah, the, people have been criticising the numbers. The numbers of bands heading out to play at these competitions. When you look at the draw for the British, British championships, the first major in the calendar, we have 15 bands in Grade 2, and we have 10 bands in Grade 1. Now, by all accounts, that's not a bad turnout in my books. But whenever you look at the draw for the UKs, we have 12 bands in Grade 2 and 10 in Grade 1. 
So the number of bands in Grade 1 haven't really fluctuated much, but Grade 2 has. And it's not just Grade 2, there are many other grades as well. I can point the finger at Grade 3B and Grade 3A, where there's quite a number of bands who aren't making it to the grass. And uh, yeah, there is differences in numbers between the two competitions, and that could be for a multitude of reasons. One of the reasons I am very aware of is that it's still early doors. A lot of bands over lockdown and all of that nonsense have been unable to practice. And there's bands out there who just aren't going to be ready yet. And that's pretty much the crux of it. Especially here locally in Northern Ireland. I do know there's a good number of bands that are furiously working hard behind the scenes. But they haven't entered for a competition yet because they're just not competitively ready. Now it's not to say that they don't have enough band members or that they don't think they will be competitive. It's just they just haven't had enough chance to practice and be ready. So what we're expecting here on the Big Rab Show, one of my predictions, I suppose, is is whenever the season unfolds and we do get more draws for future championships, we will hopefully see numbers increase. With, of course, the maximum being at the World Championships in Glasgow, where we are expecting quite a huge turnout for the big in this year in Glasgow. I think by all accounts, I've been talking to quite a number of people off the record, of course, who have already booked their travel arrangements for this incoming season. And they've already, well, yeah, since December, January of last year, have been booking hotels and flights and ferries and buses and all sorts to try and get to Glasgow for the Worlds. And we're finding it difficult, even back then. And I know people now in the month of May who are trying to book travel uh, for the World Championships and again are finding it incredibly difficult to get staying anywhere near Glasgow City. So that tells me something. That tells me that there's a wealth of people traveling to the Worlds and I do expect to see a huge jump in numbers. Now, as much as I'm talking about the major championships and the numbers that are being drawn to those, I'm also thinking about our minor competitions as well. Because of the lack of practicing, the lack of actually, you know, competing, I do hope to see a bit of a jump in numbers and bands standing in front of people with clipboards this year at our minor competitions. Banger competition is a good example of that. We have Kloss Kelp Pipe Band and Field Marshal Montgomery also ticking to the circle, which doesn't happen very often. Normally, we would only see the likes of our grade one big guns here in Northern Ireland just tackle the majors well here they are playing at a minor that doesn't happen very often but it's definitely encouraging we want to see more of that more grade one action at our minors would be definitely a positive and um yeah they see it as a positive too you know having chatted to the folks at Klaus Kelt and Field Marshal they're seeing it as a good opportunity a good warm-up a good way to stretch the old muscles again to see can we still do the business So, very excited to see these guys in action. And we've already seen a good number of our Grade 1 big guns in action already. Like we've heard earlier in the show from Fife Polis there. We had shots as well. Quite a number of Grade 1 bands have already taken that chance to have an early outing ahead of the first major of the British and Greenock. So, looking forward to seeing more Grade 1 bands hitting the circle for our minor competitions. Possibly for the rest of the season. Who knows? Now, another thing that will definitely make this season very interesting indeed is changes in rosters. Now, we normally affectionately talk about the transfer season uh, that happens through the winter months and then you don't normally find out who's playing where until they hit the grass. Well, 
Yeah, we've had two years of transfer season, folks. <laughs> I hate to say it, but yeah, it's true. And that's one of the fascinating things that I loved doing when I was watching the video footage from Gurek and from Bankery, is seeing, wow, oh, they're playing there now? Oh, wow, oh, they've changed band. Oh, there's your man, but he's wearing a different kilt. What band's that? Oh, right, he's playing with them now. Oh, wow. So there was a serious amount of that happening. <laughs> And I love all of that, you know, when people take the opportunity to possibly push themselves into a higher grade, you know, and take up the challenge with a new band, or perhaps they're, you know, either staying where they are for the season, or perhaps taking more of a local view, or perhaps more of an international view, more of a, yeah, just looking further afield, I suppose. There's quite a lot of moving and shaking around the piping scene, it would appear, over the course of that pandemic, and a lot of players are not normally where they used to be. Uh, so, hmm, I dare say, whenever you're at competitions now over the course of this incoming season, uh, you'll be, yeah, player spotting, I suppose. Go, oh, that's where you're playing now. Oh, right, are you playing with them now? Wow. So, there'll be a lot of that. And I'm a very looking, very much looking forward to that too, because that's a lot of fun. You know, seeing a lot of old friends, and then you say, well, are you still playing with such and such? And you go, no. Sure, I left them. I'm now, I'm now with this other band here. I'm taking up a challenge here, trying to push myself. Like, all right, okay. <laughs> there will be a lot of that. Now, I know we're getting into the realm of controversy, I suppose. But yes, we all know it. We know what happens. We know transfers happen over the course of the winter where people do like to challenge themselves. You know, if someone gets offered an opportunity with a higher grade band, then it's very difficult to turn down. And vice versa. You know, if someone wants to get moving closer to home, maybe they'll play with a lower graded band so they don't have to travel as much, you know, and maybe take their foot off the gas and concentrate more on career and relationships. And you never know. You know what I mean? So what happens? Over the course of the winter, we affectionately call it transfer season and uh, this year, this incoming year, we will be player spotting like crazy. It'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> so looking forward to that. But also one of the biggest things that myself, I am personally looking forward to, and this is me being completely selfish at this point, but it's my podcast, I'll do what I want, is I want to be able to get out there and cover the events again. <laughs> You know, I don't know, it's it's weird. It's kind of a thing that we kind of moaned and groaned about, saying that it was hard work and we hated doing it. Oh, you're standing out in the lashing rain and you're filming bands and stuff and you're standing in all weathers. But I missed it. I actively missed it. You know, that buzz of getting your spot in the arena, trying to get the perfect camera angle and the perfect audio quality that you can. You're challenging yourself, getting the best connection as well. And then... Standing there for about three hours filming the entire grade from start to finish and the all-important results. Your legs are numb. You you can't feel your face. Uh, You probably should have went to the bathroom like three times, but you didn't. You stood there and, uh, yeah, didn't miss a second. And uh, I, I miss it. I miss it so much. And it's one of those things I just can't wait to get back to. Yeah, I know that sounds weird, but honestly, I cannot wait to get the tripod set up, get the camera ready, and then hit that record button. It's just going to be so good. Yeah, I've really missed it. And uh, yeah, interviewing and all of that as well. I do hope to be able to present an episode of the podcast uh, from Bangor this weekend, and I'll be running about like an Egypt, interviewing everybody that I possibly can, and I'm so excited to do so. So uh 
It's been a while since I've been able to attend events, and uh, yeah, I'm going to take full advantage of it. Yeah, I've been, it's been missing. It's been absolutely missing from my calendar and my life, I suppose. That, that's one thing that I'm being totally selfish with, and I just can't wait to get back at it again. So there you go. And uh, yes, my wife and kids indoors are absolutely sick to the back teeth of hearing me talk about all these competitions coming up and how I can't wait to get to them. And uh, (laughs) yeah, we, you know, it's back to planning your life around piping season now. Uh, Because over the course of the pandemic, you know, various other little hobbies and stuff were picked up, myself included. I picked up bagpiping, of course. Um, But uh, yeah, all of these other little hobbies and interests and stuff now have to be juggled throughout piping season. And I'm sure you guys are finding that too. There is a little bit of personal adjustment required, you know, to get the band practice twice a week and then a competition each Saturday. Yeah, it takes a bit of a personal time investment as well as juggling things around indoors and at home as well. So, uh, yeah, just to let you know, you're not the only ones going through that. But if anything, it's kind of created a bit of a buzz in our house. (laughs) It's like, yes! Bangers happening. Oh, then we're going to Greenock. Happy days. And then Cookstown. Excellent. Then Lurgan, of course. Oh, yeah. There's just a wealth of a calendar right in front of me. And I'm counting down the days to Banger. So, with all of that being said, as much as we're excited for everything to return and the particular things that we're keeping an eye on and why we should be excited about this incoming season, there are a few negatives that we should also try and keep in mind as well. Believe it or believe it not, COVID-19... And the pandemic and all of that, it's still a thing. People are still catching COVID and still getting quite ill as a result. Even though it may not be in the headlines any longer, and our restrictions are certainly a lot more easier than what they were during lockdowns and all of that. You know, we don't see mask wearing anymore. There's no social distancing. There's none of that sort of stuff. But, yeah, COVID is still a thing and still can be quite dangerous to quite a number of people out there. You have to remain quite careful. So there can be quite a lot of anxiety attached with this. You know, meeting back again with huge crowds of people can cause some anxiety for a lot of people. You know, when you consider that we have all been locked behind closed doors for the past couple of years, actually coming back out again into the big wide world of bands and spectators and all of that it does create its own set of difficulties that we might not have had to deal with over this last number of years especially socially as well i do know a good number of people have said rab i don't know about you mate but i've forgotten how to have a conversation you know it's the dangest thing instead of me talking to my mate on the phone or you know talking to him in person or whatever we would just text each other and you can't really say hey jimmy that was a good one lol L-O-L. L-M-A-O. Ah, uh, sorry. Sorry there, Johnny. G-T-G. What? G-T-G? Got to go. All right. Dead on. Okay. Bye. I am A-F-K. <laughs> Which means away from keyboard in case anyone sends in complaints. So, yeah. Aye. Texting and all of that has kind of removed the need to speak to people. And, uh, yeah, believe it or not, I have spoke to people before. I said, you know, Rob, I think I've kind of forgot how to talk to people. <laughs> so, yeah, the whole social element of it does have its own set of anxieties, I suppose, that are attached to it. And one of the things that I will be interested in for this incoming season, especially for the major championships, are the measures that are going to be put in place for public safety. 
there are going to be quite a number of things that they will need to consider. We have seen things like music festivals and such bringing in their own separate measures and things to try and protect people. And it's been quite interesting watching it all unfold. I suppose ourselves in our piping season here in the UK specifically, it's through the summer months, so we are expecting infection rates and everything like that to remain low. Uh, the risk should be the lowest that it's possible i suppose and then we are expecting unfortunately a bit of a jump or an increase in figures as the winter months approach which would be the norm as we've seen over the past couple of years so yeah just to keep in mind covid may well still be on the minds of a lot of people at attendance at these events and as well as covid anxiety the social element of it too can also cause people anxiety and uh yeah cause for concern i suppose so definitely definitely worth considering now as much as i'm talking about entry levels of bands uh being down because some bands just aren't ready there's also the concern that some bands have just had to fold and there's a lot of these bands that we may not be aware of as well because well they haven't put out any announcements about it now we are aware of course of loman and clyde one of the most famous ones who put out their announcement on social media saying hi we don't have a band competitive enough to be able to hit the grass and we won't be competing this year so we got an announcement from them but there is plenty of other bands out there that we are hoping to see this year uh, but that's it we're just hoping to see them as yet we have yet to see evidence of them handing in their entry forms and hitting the grass so there may well be a bit of a downturn in numbers in band attendance i guess we won't actually see that until we close the curtain on our world championships but, like I said, our prediction on the Rab Show is that we will see an increase of numbers throughout the season. That's our hope. And we are hoping that the number of bands that have had to fold, yeah, remains remains very, very low. That's the hope. Uh, but it's not to be outcounted. We do know that there are quite a number of bands out there that struggled financially, as well as through their membership as well. Hemorrhaging players all over the place who just decide to hang up the pipes and sticks and that's it. They're walking away from competitive piping. And yeah, as a result, the band has no players and they can't play. So yeah, we do know of quite a number of examples where that has happened, but we're not at liberty to talk about it on the pod because they haven't formally announced it. And it's not my place to announce it for them. So yeah, if you are in a said band who is not competing this year and you haven't announced it yet, then please consider doing so. So it'll put us out of our misery, I suppose. Well, anyway, that all being said, we do hope to see an increase of numbers as the season unfolds. Still very early doors. Still May, I suppose. So as the season kicks off good and proper through June, July, we should have a pretty fair indication as to where our season is going. And then when it comes to the culmination of everything at the World Championships in Glasgow in August, then we hope to see everyone back on the grass, all guns blazing, back to the glory days. And that's our hope. Now, with our season preview, dare we, dare we give our prediction as to who we think will be world champion? Mm, No, is the answer. We will have a world championship prediction show, of course, like we do every year. (laughs) And I'm really looking forward to that. So, um, yeah, we're not going to put our eggs in one basket just yet and predict who our world champion will be. uh, But that will be a future podcast. Yeah, so hope you guys can get involved in that as the season unfolds. Yeah. 
We at the Big Rab Show team are incredibly excited for this incoming season. We hope that you guys can stick with us as we do our best to cover every every aspect of our competitive season as it unfolds week by week. And uh, like I've said, if you aren't following us already on our social media, that's where you need to be. On our YouTube channel or Facebook or Twitter, all of those good places uh, where we will do our best to cover every aspect of our competitive season. Also, don't forget to go and click on support on Patreon. I know it sounds like a plug, uh, but (laughs) for good reason. There will be a lot of extra stuff living over there on Patreon that won't see the light of day anywhere else. Just exclusive for Patreon subscribers. So if you do want a load of extra stuff, that's where you go. Over to Patreon. Okay. I think the overarching message, I suppose, is just how exciting it is to see the return of our music and its people. Back to doing what we do best and something I honestly think that we have taken for granted. And now that we have had it taken away from us for two years, it's so, so good to see it back again. It's true what they say. You don't miss what you have until it's gone. And now it's coming back. So if you have the opportunity to attend any events this year, I can't stress enough that you need to get off the sofa and go. Go to these events, support them as best you can. Pay your entry fee, buy a program, attend your piping and drumming event and uh, help support these incredible musicians who have worked so hard over these winter months through lockdowns and all that nonsense to be able to hit that competitive field and play some blistering music for us all to enjoy. Indeed. Alrighty. Well, before I go, I wanted to drop a little bit of a bombshell on you just before we head out the door. Ourselves on the Big Rab Show team, we have, yeah, advertisements in the programs now for all competitions here in Northern Ireland. Yes. So, if you are going to a competition here in Northern Ireland specifically and you listen to the podcast, then please do send us a selfie with our advertisement. <laughs> Yeah, if you happen to pick up a program and you spot our advert in there, then take a wee selfie of it with us. Yeah, we'd love to see you at these events with our adverts going, Hey, I am here at Bangor, and here's your advert as well. I spotted it. Yeah, why not? Send us in a selfie. (laughs) Hashtag Big Rap Show Selfie. And of course, if I do happen to catch you there on the grass in Bangor this weekend, please do give us a shout. Say, hey, Rob, what about you? <clears throat> yeah, I've always loved to say hi, and of course, shake hands, take selfies, just I can't wait to catch up with everyone this weekend. Oh, it'll be fantastic. So there you go, bit of a bombshell, but yes, every competition in Northern Ireland this year, we will have a big Rab Show advert, and yeah, send us in a selfie, and we'll certainly feature it on our social media, indeed. All right, folks, that's pretty much it for another Big Rab Show podcast. The excitement of a new season is happening. And it's so good to see. And honestly, I haven't had the smile off my face in weeks. (laughs) It seems to be this pandemic has battered us all. It's been such dark days for all of us in the piping scene. But now we're starting to see light at the end of the tunnel. The music's back. The people's back. And we're back. The Big Rap Show, doing what we do best, will be on the grass covering everything possible. So, that's it. We're out the door. We will see you at Bangor this weekend, hopefully. And if you're living internationally, then good luck to wherever you are going this weekend. Don't forget to send us your Rab Show selfies. Indeed. And of course, you can always drop us an email. 
bigrabshow at gmail.com or of course you can get us on our weekly drone feature send those in to us and uh, yeah it'll be featured on our weekly drone next week's podcast of course will be an on the ground report from banger competition so you'll get to hear how everything happened how it all shook down and of course some performance clips as well indeed so till next week folks have a good tune this weekend and we will see you all on the rab show podcast next week for even more bagpiping shenanigans until then all the best Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.